Good morning. It is Friday, March 19th. You're listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. Happy March Madness. We have a really fun March Madness appropriate episode today. We are going to be talking to 24-7 sports recruiting analyst Alan True about one Jalen Suggs, the Gonzaga point guard, probable top five NBA draft pick, possible star of the NCAA tournament, which tips off today. And one time, high-level college football recruiting prospect. Yeah, he was a quarterback over in Minnesota. And had he stuck with it, had he decided to be a quarterback and and done the camps and all of those things that it requires, Alan thinks Jalen Suggs could have been a four-star level quarterback with high, high college interest. So in an age of players specializing in one sport or the other, Jalen Suggs definitely is worthy of a conversation. I think back in the day, we used to have a lot more players who would at least try to play both sports in college. We don't see that much anymore. It's all in on football, all in on basketball. It's kind of a bummer. And, you know, even as we had the Jalen Suggs conversation, I thought it was cool that he was good enough to be ranked as a football recruit, as a the number 15 dual threat quarterback in the class of 2020. But I started thinking about like, what would this guy have looked like at Georgia or at Iowa? Schools that recruited him to play football and, and offered him scholarships. He could have starred on their basketball team, especially at Iowa. Oh my goodness. But once Jalen Suggs committed to Gonzaga, it became very clear And it was likely very clear beforehand that basketball was his future. And it it makes sense. One year in college, off to the NBA, where he will be an overnight multimillionaire. But before that, Gonzaga, they've got an NCAA tournament to play. They're undefeated. They're the the number one overall seed. They're going to play first game of the tournament is Saturday at 820 Central against a 16 seed. And the road from there, I mean, Oklahoma, Ohio, Virginia, maybe Kansas, VCU, you're going to be watching a lot of Gonzaga and a lot of Jalen Suggs. And before we do that, and we will take a quick break before we bring in Alan True, I want to make sure that you subscribe to and that you're listening to the Ion College Basketball Podcast. We've been talking about it all week here on the College Football Daily, but if it's Friday morning, I mean, the madness is literally upon us. And the Ion College Basketball Podcast is your best audio guide for the entire NCAA tournament. Over the next few weeks, Gary Parrish and Matt Norlander, they've already taken us from Selection Sunday, and now they're taking us all the way to the first round games, round of 32, Sweet 16, all the way through that, all the way to the net cutting in Indianapolis. This week, they helped you fill out your bracket. Hopefully, it's done by now. And then the rest of the weekend, they're going to provide recaps after each day of action with the tournament tipping off. So if you want the best March Madness analysis, subscribe to the Eye on College Basketball podcast anywhere you find this one. And if you want the best recruiting analysis, well, especially when it comes to Jalen Suggs, Alan True is your guy. Take a quick break. Right back. Okay, bringing in Alan True right now. Alan, just for starters, can you tell me what Jalen Suggs was like as a high school quarterback? He was really good. I think we we ended with him as an 88, but he was in the four-star range for a little bit. And part of the reason that we didn't stay high with him was because we weren't sure if he was going to stick with football for one thing, but also didn't do like football camps. We didn't get a chance to see him throw live. There was some rawness there because obviously he wasn't concentrating on football. So he wasn't one of those quarterbacks that was going around with private trainers and throwing all the time. And, and when you consider all of that, if he had concentrated on football full time, I have no doubt he would have been one of the top quarterbacks in the country. I mean, six foot five, his size was so athletic, could run, led his team to state titles, did everything that they needed him to do as a quarterback. So from the standpoint of athleticism, natural talent, and the fact that he was out there winning games and winning state titles, he was as good as it got in the Midwest. I was watching Gonzaga versus BYU 
uh, last week in Gonzaga's conference championship game, and they were down, and, and Jalen Suggs was just spectacular. He had two huge threes uh, in, in the final few minutes. He, My favorite play, though, was yeah, an outlet pass that I was like, all right, yeah, high school quarterback. Like, I got I got to do an episode on this. And I'm, I'm watching some tape, and raw feels like the right word. And it's like just this unusual frame, like six foot five, 200. If he, Allen, had focused on it, you mentioned could have kept him as a four star if he had gone to camps. Like, what do you think would be a realistic ceiling? Like, who was in the mix for him football wise, and and who might have been in the mix if, if he was just strictly a football player? Like, I, I see there was maybe some some Georgia interest, some Iowa interest. Do you think he could have been that good? I do. I mean, he. I think at the as a junior, you know, he was starting to get some comparisons to Terrell Pryor. It was kind of the opposite of Terrell Pryor. Terrell was this like super high end football recruit but people were like you know if Terrell decided to play basketball he probably could play basketball at the division one level and Jalen was almost flipped around where he was this like five-star basketball guy who like people were like well you know if he ever concentrated on football he visited Ohio State and they were serious about him in both sports they were telling him hey you could you could maybe play both here if you wanted I talked to him I think when he was on the road back from that visit and that's what he was saying I think Ohio State would have been heavily considered in football, kind of the funny thing about about Jalen too, he was the Gatorade Player of the Year uh, after he threw for 25 touchdowns. He rushed for almost a thousand yards, but he had 32 tackles on defense, which is pretty unusual, right? You would think Hooper, kind of the star dual athlete at the school, he's also your quarterback. Maybe you don't throw that guy out there on defense and try to get him hurt. This guy was he was out there sticking his nose in the action and, and made 32 tackles as a high school junior. So that kind of tells you something about his competitiveness. Was there ever a point when he was coming up as a prospect where football and basketball were like this, this, this equal thing for him. And, and it seemed like he, he really could play both or was he always Allen five-star basketball player, pretty good at football too. You know, he was five-star basketball player. I would say better than pretty good in football, but he never really declared one way or another, which is the funny thing. Cause actually in Minnesota this year, we've got two guys who are ranked both or were ranked both in football and basketball, Trey Holloman and Eli King. And we pulled Eli King from the football rankings recently because Eli came out and said, I'm not playing football. I'm only going to play basketball. Jalen never said that. He never said I'm fully playing basketball. I think he had football kind of in the back of his mind through the whole process. Every time I talked to him, he kept saying, I'm still thinking about football. I'm still considering football. And there were people in his circle, there are people in his circle to this day who will say, man, Jalen Suggs could have been a really outstanding quarterback in college. I mean, that school was full of athletes. They had Terry Lockett's playing football at Michigan State right now. Hayden Johnson's playing football at Wisconsin right now. And everybody at that school is like, hey, Jalen could be could play football on an equal level to those guys. He, he should be a power five football player. Were you surprised that, okay, so Gonzaga is obviously great basketball power. Were you surprised that he went there and, and thus removed any chance of playing football in college? Or was there a point in his recruitment where you're like, look, this guy's one and done. I mean, I, I see a crystal. I see his crystal ball right now, and he even had a pick to to go pro for like you know the the G League, which is the G League Ignite team, which which is huge this year. Yeah, I think as the process went on, I kind of did less and less with him because it started to be clear, more clear to me that even though he was saying he was still considering football, that he probably wasn't going to play football. And then our basketball guys had kind of come in with the Gonzaga talk, and that that really and for a minute, I I thought he was going to go to an Ohio State and try to do both. I think I want to say Iowa was the first school to actually offer him in football. They were a very early football offer for him. And for a minute, I thought they would be 
in consideration too, if he was going to try to do both. But I think uh, the later it went into his senior year, it became pretty clear that this kid loves football. He actually really likes football, but the opportunity to be, you know, a 19 year old millionaire was going to be too hard to pass up with also with, with the injury risk in football. That's fun to think about Iowa playing, playing on that basketball team with Luca Garza and, and Bohan. And you've done this for a while. And it's, it's interesting that like he does go to Gonzaga and, and, you know, high school kids play all the sports like Gonzaga's star shooting guard, Corey Kispert. I was watching some football highlights of him in, in Washington state. Like they, they play a lot. Do you agree that there has probably been a downward trend though, in the number of players who are playing maybe even not, maybe not even at a high level, but just like on the call, you know, there they're, they're on the, they're on the team. They're, they're maybe getting some minutes for the football and basketball teams. It seems like when I was coming up, that was way more common. And it's not just like the Tony Gonzalez's and Antonio Gates of the world. Like it, it seemed, it seemed like it happened quite a bit. And now it's like every once in a few years, you get someone who's just maybe dabbling in it. Yeah. And and to add to those names, I think when I was coming up watching the big 10, we had Antoine Randall was playing on the Indiana basketball team and Matt Trannon was doing both at Michigan state. Ty streets was doing both at Michigan. Like you did have a lot more of those guys. I think Eve, I think if you even take it back down to what we do at the high school level, there's more and more kids who try to specialize in one sport in high school. They're almost there's like this crusade of trying to talk kids out of just specializing in one sport in high school, because now it's gotten so competitive Hmm. that everybody is, you know, your competition is focusing so hard on one sport that it's tough to dabble, you know, football, if you're playing college football, it's now become this year round thing where you're always training, you're concentrating solely on that and and basketball can take a lot of time away from that. So I think that, that, yeah, I think that's the reason why I think everything is so ramped up as far as off season training that unless you feel like in some way, basketball can really help you. It's really tough to do. I think you're, you're seeing a little bit more baseball. I think, you know, Cole Komet played on Notre Dame's baseball team. Michigan State's got a couple guys on their football team right now that play baseball. That seems to be the more uh, accepted second sport if you're going to do it more so than basketball. Probably kind of kind of because you're going from season to season there too. I wonder which sport in high school requires more year-round training, basketball or football. Like I, I would have guessed basketball, Alan, with AAU, but now I think about you guys are going to camps every single weekend. Seven on seven has never been more popular. Yeah, and the actual training for that stuff happens all the time. I mean, like you just said, we could be at a football event every fifth, all 52 weeks of the year if we really wanted to. So it's constantly going. So yeah, it does seem like football is, t- and baseball too. A lot of these guys travel baseball, like I said. So that's, uh, I think, I think football is much more currently time consuming in high school than basketball because of the, the travel leagues and the specialized training. I've, you have quarterbacks who are flying places to train with specialized quarterback coaches. All that said, last question here. I'm assuming nowadays you take it with a grain of salt when a kid tells you that, oh, he'd like to play both at the next level or that, hey, like he's a football prospect, but the the basketball coach reached out. I saw that happen recently with uh, JT Tuimolo. I got an Oregon basketball offer, which I mean, that's just got to be trying to sweeten the pot for Mario Cristobal's football program. Yeah, I, I do definitely take it with a grain of salt. I mean, for whatever reason, Minnesota seems to be the state where that happens. Because I mentioned those couple guys. And then last year, Davon Townley, who's from the Minneapolis area, just stepped over to football and played before and started getting all these offers. And then I want to say Tennessee or somebody offered him in basketball. But we kind of felt like that was a football play. I think in order for us to take it more seriously, it almost has to be a Jalen Suggs, a guy who is very clearly 
like capable in both sports. I mean, he was, it, it wasn't like, oh, this guy's an okay football player. So they're just offering him to get him in basketball. It's like, he's really good in both sports. So in order for us to take it more seriously, I think it, you have to be kind of a transcendent top end talent in both sports like Jalen was. Alan True, we appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. Anytime. Thanks to Alan True for joining us. I'm really excited to watch Jalen Suggs. He's averaging 14 points, 5.5 rebounds, four and a half assists, shooting 50% from the field. And he's the starting point guard for the best team in the country. So pretty cool stuff. You can follow Alan on Twitter at Alan True. Our producer is Lance Glenn. I'm Trey Scott. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the basketball. We'll talk to y'all on Monday for the next edition of the College Football Daily.